How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we are back with our Week 8 pregame show. We're going to be breaking down everything you guys need to know about the Week 8 matchup on November 1st between the 5-2 and two Chicago Bears and the 4-2 and two New Orleans Saints. This game is crucial for both teams as the Bears look to continue to push towards the playoffs, getting to six wins, and the Saints are looking to claw back towards the Buccaneers in the NFC South, and a tiebreaker over the Bears for them could be very influential in their playoff run as well. We are also going to be making our picks in this episode. Welcome back to the show, guys. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, to help me make these picks in Bears Saints, I am joined with my co-host, Zach Rimbos. He's also the video producer here, does all of the editing. How's it going, Zach? Going pretty good. It's a very nice day here in Chicago. I went to uh, North Ave Beach and walked around, and it's really beautiful outside, and um, I'm ready to talk some bears. Yes, happy Halloween, uh, a spooky Saturday. Zach, I'm going to send you the picture, but I feel like you're you're not doing good enough justice if you don't throw a picture of me up on the screen for those listening on YouTube. I'm dressed up as Mitchell Trubisky for Halloween. Uh, I've spoken against Trubisky in the past, but it works good with my hair and my beard, so I'll have Zach throw a picture up on the screen of me in my costume. Let me know what you guys think down in the comments. But if you guys don't know how our pregame show works, basically we run through all of the content that we normally run through during the week. Um, starting with meet the opponents, then we head into our key matchups of the game, answer some of your guys' questions, and then we'll be making our picks, so be sure to tune in for that. Let's start with meet the opponents. ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Saints a 61.2% chance to win this one. The spread for the game is 4.5 towards the Saints, so they're uh, favored by 4.5 points. The over-under for the game is 435 for the Chicago Bears, injured is Cordero Patterson. He's questionable. It seems like he's going to play. Eddie Jackson said he's going to play. Also questionable. Khalil Mack, linebacker, is questionable. Uh, he, he's been one to be questionable in the past, but hasn't missed a game so far at all. Cody Whitehair is out with a calf injury. Sherrick McManus is questionable as well. Allen Robinson cleared concussion protocol this morning. We weren't expecting to have him play in this one, but he is expected to suit up against the Saints. For the New Orleans Saints, they are missing some very key pieces, most notably wide receiver one, Michael Thomas. He is out with a hamstring injury. Also, Marquez Callaway, one of their backup wide receivers, is out. And then their center, Nick Easton, is out in this one. So a lot of injuries in this one could have a big impact on the game. Let's kick it off by starting off talking about the Saints' offense. They scored 30 points per game, one of the best offenses in the league, have averaged 394.8 total yards per game, 276 through the air for Drew Brees, also 118.8 rushing yards on the ground. As I said earlier, the Saints' offense is led by Drew Brees, still balling out at an old age, 154 for 212, 1,618 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, and 3 interceptions. On the ground, Alvin Kamara leads the way, 364 rushing yards on 75 carries and 4 touchdowns. Kamara is having one of the best years of his career. He's also their leading receiver and could put up over 1,000 receiving yards as a running back. He's got 46 catches for 460 yards and 3 touchdowns. The Bears are definitely going to have to account for him through the air. Taking a look at the rest of the Saints' offense, they do have a lot of very good pieces uh, amongst this offense. I mean, you can't really doubt what they've been able to do. They've been one of the more elite teams in the league for quite some time. Wide receiver one for them is going to be Traquan Smith, as Emmanuel Sanders is still in COVID-19 uh, isolation, I guess. Uh, Jared Cook, also great for them. Adam Troutman, who they drafted this year. Also a very good offensive line. 
Obviously, they are going to be missing their center, Nick Easton, but they still have Eric McCoy, Andrus Pete, Teron Armstead, Cesar Ruiz, someone who a lot of Bears fans wanted to come to Chicago this offseason, obviously was selected uh, earlier on and also the Bears drafted twice in the second round. And closing it off is Ryan Ramchak for them. So, Zach, we know they have a very good offense, and we also didn't even talk about the dynamic weapon they have in Taysom Hill. So I want to ask you, what do you think about what the Saints have been able to do offensively this year uh, with, with how much they've missed Michael Thomas? Yeah, they're a great team, and that shows with, with uh, missing Michael Thomas, excuse me, that they're still able to use utilize that offense and, and get uh, all their pieces together to be able to put up those numbers. And uh, like we said before, like you said, uh, it is a pretty good offense. We've faced some other good offenses this year, uh, but the Saints do have uh, those lethal that lethal running back in Alvin Kamara. Uh, who, like you said, is a dual threat. We will, we're going to have to be looking to shut him down. Uh, you know, it's it's a very lethal offense if we let them get off to a hot start. Uh, like we said with other teams before, we just can't let them get off to a hot start. Our defense has to show up. And, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to how our defense matches up against them. Yeah, one of the top-ranked offenses in the league. They've been putting up 30 points per game. They're going to face a tough task this weekend with the Bears' defense, but they've been able to do it before in the past. Uh, In Week 1, they beat the Buccaneers, who's also one of the best defenses in the league. And Drew Brees has been able to show that he can still do it. I think it's massive in this game that both of their top wide receivers are out. They're also missing, I believe, their starting center. Um wide receiver fours out so the bears are gonna have some opportunities here if they can slow down alvin kamara as you said i actually like their odds defensively in this one uh drew Brees isn't the same quarterback that he was in the past but he definitely can still create some magic he's done it in numerous games this season moving on to the saints defense it's quite the different story taking a look at that unit uh they have allowed i believe 29 points per game also have allowed 344.7 yards on average per game 255 yards allowed through the air only 89.7 on the ground look this uh this saints defense is a little bit suspect i'll say it I, I pull out that word every once in a while this secondary is quite suspect their safeties who normally have been good have been getting burnt all season it's so big that Allen robinson's playing in this game i would expect the bears to look darnell mooney's way a lot in this one Malcolm Jenkins, Marcus Williams, they've had quite the tough time this season, but they still do have a a good first cornerback in Janoris Jenkins. Marshawn Lattimore, uh, excuse me, Marshawn Lattimore also have Janoris Jenkins there, uh, another great cornerback who will be seeing a lot of Darnell Mooney. And then they have a pretty good front seven. I mean, Cameron Jordan, Sheldon Rankins, some pretty good linebackers with Alex Anzalone and Demario Davis. Uh, You know, it's, it's a defensive unit that's scrappy. But they have been very weak uh, in, in a couple of different instances this year. Um, it's the 31st defense in the league at defending opposing tight ends. So personally, before I pass it to Zach, I would like to say, you know, um, the Bears are going to have to throw to their tight ends in this one. The Saints have the 17th ranked defense against the pass in the league and are 31st in the league at defending opposing tight ends. As I said, we saw opposing tight ends score touchdowns on this defense weeks one through five and then they had their bye week and then last week finally the saints didn't allow uh, a score to a tight end so i think the bears could be able to get something going offensively in this one should be interesting to see if they're going to be able to obviously cody whitehair's out sam musta for someone who i actually like a lot will get the start at center i think the bears honestly need to consider starting him moving forward move move uh whitehair back to guard uh, so that's, that's obviously a conversation for another day, but I think the Bears can get some more offensive success in this one than they had last week versus the Rams and that embarrassment. So, Zach, I want to pass it back to you now. What do you think about this Saints defense? 
Yeah, so, I mean, if we look at last week, the Rams were the fourth-ranked passing defense. We knew going into that game that we were going to have to get off to some kind of start. Uh, it just did not get off to a hot start, obviously, and we couldn't run the ball at all, which has been a problem this whole season. Uh, but I, I do agree with you. I think that our tight ends uh, have a chance to have a really great day. I think Cole Komet could have maybe his breakout game uh, this game. Uh, I think he needs to be utilized a lot more in the passing game. And, and, and Matt Nagy Demetrius. did commit to that in the past. so Correct. That uh, Yeah, that about 37-yard throw from Foles to Komet uh, last week was amazing. I want to see more of that. I need to see him uh, utilized a lot more, especially this week. I think Demetrius Harris has shown that he shouldn't be getting his share of snaps. Um, I, I think Cole Komet has a great day. I think Jimmy Graham has a chance to get a touchdown this week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, like you're saying, just to get back on topic, really, um, our, we have a chance here to be able to really establish our passing game. Uh, even though our offensive line has a lot of trouble, I think that uh, we'd be able to get off to, to a good start. I think Foles is good at moving the chains, uh, even even when the offensive line is poor. We didn't see that last week, but they're also really good in the passing game. The Saints defense is not that same way. Uh, so I think we, we take advantage of that this week, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our three key matchup segment of the show. Obviously, only two uh, hosts here. So, me and Zach are each going to give an important matchup in this one, a positional matchup that we think if the Bears take advantage of could help them win the game. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go with what I was just saying and what I also said earlier on this week in the last podcast I recorded for the channel uh, with, with three key matchups. I'm going to go with the Bears' as tight ends versus the Saints' linebacking core and safeties uh, more specifically. We've seen the Saints have some trouble on the back end with tight ends. Week one, O.J. Howard, four receptions for 36 yards and a score. Tom Brady also passed for 239 yards and two touchdowns. Week two, Darren Waller was the leading receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. He had 12 receptions for 105 yards and a score. Week three, Robert Tanyan, five catches, 50 yards and a score. Week four, Matthew Stafford passed for 206 yards. TJ Hawkinson got in for a score. Jesse James also had a 31-yard reception. Week five, Justin Herbert went off. We all know this. He threw for 260-some yards and four touchdowns. Uh, Hunter Henry also had a score and 23 receiving yards. And then, obviously, last week they didn't finally allow a touchdown to an opposing tight end, but it's the 31st team in the league at defending other tight ends. Um, Demario Davis is a good linebacker. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is a good safety, but they've had some troubles this year defending opposing tight ends. I think if you're the Bears, you want to look at what the Raiders did to them in Week 2. We saw the Raiders come out in a lot of two tight end sets, look for their guys a lot. Uh, and I'm not saying that Darren Waller is Jimmy Graham or Darren Waller is Cole Komet by any means, but the Bears are going to have to have opportunities where they look for their tight ends in this one. We saw Matt Nagy after Week 7 say that the tight ends were going to get more involved in this offense, more specifically Cole Komet. So... This is the perfect week to take advantage of those tight ends. I think the Saints are going to have give us a lot of opportunities to be able to throw their way. It's so important that Allen Robinson's back in this one, but I think the Bears should primarily look for their tight ends in this one, if I'm being completely honest. We've seen the Saints get gashed by opposing tight ends. I don't think the Bears are going to get the run going in this one. i got to be completely honest. Missing Cody Whitehair could be very, very bad for us in this one, but I do think that looking towards the tight ends is going to be something that can hopefully lead the Bears to find some sort of offensive success. So, Zach, I'm going to pass it back to you now. You can go with the same exact positional matchup as me, but what positional matchup do you think the Bears need to take advantage of if they want to give themselves a chance to win in Week 8? 
I mean, there's a lot of places I think I could choose from. I, I think that our defense could be taken for chance. I think that I, our wide receivers really need opportunities, and I think that our offensive line could be a, cha- uh, a choice as well. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with the wide receivers in this one. Uh, I just saw last week Darnell Mooney looked amazing, and he was burning safeties in Jalen Ramsey, who's an all-pro cornerback, uh, one of the best in the league currently. Uh, and I, I just really like how Mooney has been looking. I think that our wide receivers against the Saints defense have an opportunity to break out uh, and get a lot of a lot of points up on the board this week. And hopefully, let's see. Uh, but I, I mean, again, that all comes down to the source of the offensive line. Uh, our offensive line has to give Nick Foles enough time this week. Uh, Nick Foles has to be hitting those throws. And and yeah, I mean, that, I think that's all it comes down to is our wide receivers have to be, you know, Allen Robinson back, like you said. Uh, that's huge. Darnell Mooney, again, solidified. Uh, and Anthony Miller, I think, has a shot this week. Uh, so let's, let's see how it goes. Yeah, the wide receivers stepping up in this one are going to be big. We've seen opposing quarterbacks have a ton of success against the Saints, uh, and I think Nick Foles hopefully should be able to bounce back in this one. We're going to head over now to our Fan Mail Friday segment of the show. We're going to answer probably two or three of your guys' questions uh, that you guys asked us earlier this week about the game before we head into our predictions, obviously. This first question comes from Teddy underscore Spitler on Instagram. He said, do you guys predict that Darnell Mooney will have 75-plus receiving yards or a touchdown in this one. You know what? I'm going to be confident. It's tough to be confident in the Bears' offense after last week. I think he either has 75 yards or a touchdown, but I'm going to go with both in this one. We've seen the Bears continuously target Mooney throughout the season. He's gotten more involvement in the offense uh, ever since it's gotten going. He, he uh, you know, he, uh, he had three receptions for 40 yards, I believe, last week, but he easily could have probably had something around five receptions for 150 yards and a touchdown. So, I think the Bears continue to look towards Mooney in this one, and I do think he has a good game. He played in 51% of snaps last week, or uh, excuse me, 81% of snaps last week, which was 51 total, and that's way more than we saw Anthony Miller play, someone else who's probably going to have to step up in this one. But Miller only played in 37 snaps, which was 59%. The Bears have continuously used Mooney throughout the season. Uh, I think his involvement in this offense only continues to increase. We saw him play one snap more than even Allen Robinson last week, even though he did go down with a concussion. Uh, Mooney is wide receiver two. I didn't think it was going to happen at this point, but it has. They looked his way a lot last week. I think he continues to put the burners on this week and hopefully can break one out big. Uh, if the offensive line can get fulls, uh some time, I think hopefully he'll be able to hit the throw, and I think we could see a long score from Darnell Mooney in this one. So, Zach, uh, you know, 75 yards or a touchdown or both. How do you think Darnell Mooney's going to do in Week 8? Yeah, I'm going both. I'm going to agree with you. I think, like you were saying, uh, he's starting to get utilized a lot more in this offense. I think he's starting to see a lot more targets as well. And that comes down to he's been catching the ball, and he's just a great pickup, and he's a big part of our offense right now, uh, as as bad as the offense is currently. Um, but, I mean, if you look at Allen Robinson coming back, we want to make sure he's healthy, right? We, wanna, we don't want to play him too much and make sure he's not risking any other injury, especially with you know a head injury is not something to be playing around with. Uh, obviously, it was clear, but we just had to be wary of that. Um, I think Darnell Mooney gets a lot more opportunity this week just because of that. I think they're going to be worrying about Allen Robinson, uh, and you know you have to respect Darnell Mooney, even if even if he's a rookie. Uh, you know you you have to respect him because he'll burn you easily. So uh, I think he gets a lot more targets this week. I think that he gets a breakout, uh, maybe like a 45, 50 yard um, um, play, maybe. And yeah, I mean, hopefully he gets touchdown this week. Yeah, we'd love to see him get in the end zone. We're going to answer two more questions. This next one comes from 
Mahur, uh, Mahura Nam. Uh, that's a confusing Instagram name to pronounce, but I got it done. He asks, do you guys think David Montgomery will have over or under 50 yards in this week? Um, if we're talking about net yards, I'm going to go over. If we're talking about rushing yards, I'm going to go under. We've seen David Montgomery be a decent producer in the passing game. Nothing incredible, but he has been, I think, a little bit better getting to the second level ever since Nick Foles came in. But he hasn't had a good rushing game since week three in Atlanta. He hasn't had over 50 rushing yards since that game. The Saints only allow 89.7 rushing yards per game. Uh, the Bears are missing now Cody Whitehair and James Daniels. They have a pretty good defensive line coming at them with Cameron Jordan, uh, also Sheldon Rankins and, and other guys like Demario Davis. So I think it's going to be tough to get it going on the ground in this game. I think, once again, the Bears might look a little bit one-dimensional in this one, but uh, I'm going to go under 50 yards for Montgomery in this one. Zach, what do you think? Yeah, I have to go under. It kind of sucks talking about Montgomery like this because I have so much hope for him going into the season, but it's just, it's just not clicking. And, you know, that does have a lot to do with the offensive line, but uh, I think it does have a little bit to do with the running back situation. Uh, I'd like to see Lamar Miller come up from the practice squad soon, honestly, just to kind of see if we can get something else new in the backfield. And Matt Nagy um, did say his time will come soon. So Yeah, yeah, so we'll see what happens here. Um, but – you know, I, I mean, I have to agree with you, nut yards, you know, because he's been getting a lot more uh, re- receptions this year in terms of the passing game. Uh, they've been using, utilizing him a lot more in, you know, screens and wheel routes and whatnot. Um, but I, I have to say rushing alone, definitely I think it's going to be under 50 this game. Uh, unless for some reason we get a huge push up front this, this week, which would be tremendous, then I, I don't see it happening. Yeah, this next question, the last one we're going to answer, comes from Darius underscore Jackson underscore 34. He asks, who do you guys think is a stronger team? Who faces up better with the Bears between the Saints and the Rams, in your opinion? Uh, i got to be honest. Going into Week 7, I thought the Rams were a beatable team. Uh, I thought that Jared Goff was someone who's not trustworthy. I still don't even think he was incre- that incredible in the game against the Bears. But the Bears shot themselves in the foot in that game, got down early. Uh, had, had, Foles had to force some balls. He had to force that second interception he had to Jalen Ramsey. So, uh, you know what? I think the Bears match up better with the Saints, especially with them missing their top two wide receivers. Uh, this secondary is a little bit weak. Uh, I think the Bears hopefully will be able to get it going in the passing game in this one, and I think the Bears do uh, match up better with the uh, with the New Orleans Saints. So it, it's a tough call, but I, I think that Rams' defense is legit. So, Zach, what do you think? Who do the Bears match up better with, the Saints or the Rams? Yeah, 100% the Saints. It's just it's this defense is a lot easier to maneuver on. Uh, I think the offense is just missing so many pieces right now that the Rams weren't missing that many pieces. They still have Aaron Donald, which is one of the best, if not the best, pass rusher, not pass rusher, but uh, defensive lineman in the league. Uh, but that pass rush last week was extreme, obviously, on our offensive line. It was very poor offensive line play. And, uh, you know, we, we saw Leonard Floyd come out and get two sacks. We don't against talk us. about that. We yeah, don't, talk we don't about want that. to talk about that. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that offensive line play was really poor. Uh, I just think we have a lot better, a much better shot this week being able to move the ball in the air. Because, like I said before, the Rams were fourth in passing defense. So it was tough going into that game. And, and that pass rush was, was all over Nick Foles last game, last week. So. Yeah, I got one more question to ask you before we get into our predictions. Obviously, the Bears did bring in Dwayne Harris. We thought it was going to take him maybe a week or two to get acclimated, but it seems like they're going to bring him in as punt returner here. They activated him to the active roster. Are you excited to see him play this weekend? 
Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think a lot of what happened last week was uh, the special teams. I think that... I mean, Johnny Hecker was incredible. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I don't blame necessarily the special teams but Johnny because Johnny Johnny Hecker was seriously on his game and and obviously NFC... NFC offensive uh, player. uh, What was he, NFC special Special teams teams, player of the week? Special teams player of the week. Um, And, I mean, some of that is I think that Ted Ginn just like... Did not want to return punts. But also, I mean, yeah, Hecker was on his game, so kudos. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a combination of both. I I think that we need just to shake it up back there, get Dean Harris back there, who's uh, had success doing that, and he actually kind of wants to return the ball. Uh, So, Ted Ginn, (laughs) obviously, has got to shake it up there because I think a lot of the position on the field is extremely important. You have to get as many yards as possible, and that comes down to special teams. So, uh, you know, Johnny Hecker, obviously great, but we Kudos have to, to him, yeah. this week. Yep. Yeah, Ted Ginn's time in Chicago may be coming to an end, but I'm excited to see Harrison there. You know, four career punt returns for a touchdown. Um, and he's had a player. He's a player who overall has had a lot of success on special teams, similar to Cordero Patterson. So should be exciting to see him back there. He, he's a little bit older. I think he's like 34, but – uh, I'm excited to see if he can do anything uh, in in replacing Ted Ginn and obviously Tariq Cohen. Finally, uh, it is time to make our predictions for this week eight game. So, Zach, I'm going to start with you. Who is your pick to win this game and why? Uh, I'm going Bears. I think our defense is just so good, and they're lacking in passing defense. I think Nick Foles is going to be able to move the chains this week uh, a lot easier than last week, obviously. I think that our line is going to have, like, they're going to want to step up this week. They have to protect Nick Foles. Uh, I think they want to step up, and that's that's where the, you know, the great teams get off, and they start uh, making adjustments, and, and we've had to make adjustments. But uh, I think that our, our passing defense uh, is just too good. Um, I think Alvin Kamara, I mean, with the injuries they have, Alvin Kamara is probably the, pretty much their deadliest weapon. They do have Taysom Hill still, uh, who they, they do a lot of plays with, a lot of uh, packages with. So we'll have to watch out for that as well. But I just I just like our matchup a lot more in terms of defense. Uh, our offense, I think Allen Robinson coming back is huge, and that, and that may be a factor in this game. You got a score prediction? I'm going to go with 24-17. to 17. Yeah, uh, you know, it it, it seems tough to give the Bears hope after a week where they got outscored by their offense. You know, after the game with the Panthers, I said I would be good with whatever the Bears' record was uh, versus the Rams, Saints, and Titans as long as they won one game. That's why this game's so influential. I think the Tennessee Titans are uh, better than both the Rams and the Saints. So a tough week nine matchup coming up, but... I want the Bears to win this one. <sighs> I, you know what? I'm going to pick them. Uh-huh. It, it was going to be tough for me to do that, uh, but for some reason, something in my gut's just telling me to pick them. Maybe it's because I'm wearing a full-out Mitchell Trubisky costume, and I might as well go wrap it on the bench because I look like the guy. But uh, I'm going to pick the Bears in this one. You know, I think that the Saints not having their top two receivers is very much so going to slow down their offense. Alvin Kamara is going to be the X factor. I think if we can slow him down, we're going to have a pretty successful chance to win in this one. Offensively, you mentioned it, Zach. We're going to have to give Nick Foles more time. Uh, While he was bad in the last game, you can attribute a little bit of that to play calling. You can attribute that a little bit of that to the offensive line. Uh, he was pressured on 20 of 44 of his dropbacks while he did have a better passer rating under pressure as he has throughout most of his career. Uh, Nick Foles still needs time to throw, and he probably could have hit a couple of these throws if he wasn't pressured. So I'm going to go Bears 21-20. You know what? 
Uh, and we're probably going to look like some clowns if the Bears don't win this one. But, hey, it's Halloween weekend. I guess we could say we dressed up as clowns, considering I'm dressed as a backup quarterback right now. But I'm going to go Bears. Uh, it's a tough choice to make. I think the Saints aren't the same team that we always saw them, uh, and, and they, I think they saw, I think they sought out to be a little bit better this year. Uh, I think they've had a lot of close calls this season. We saw the Panthers almost tie them last week. If it wasn't for a 67-yard, would have been NFL record field goal miss by about a foot by Joey Sly. So I think I, I you know. The Bears beat the Bucs. The Bucs came close with the Saints. The Bears beat the Panthers. The Panthers came close with the Saints. A lot of other teams have come close with the Saints, uh, and the Packers killed them. So, Or not killed them, but, but beat them. Uh, I'm not saying the Bears would beat the Packers, but I've got the Bears 21-20. That'll pretty much do it for our Week 8 pregame show. Be sure to come back right after the game. We're going to be posting our Week 8 postgame show, giving you guys our initial reactions and analysis to the Bears' Week 8 matchup in prime time, by the way, with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, that, that'll be hosted by Zach. I'm, I'm going to be on the road uh, this weekend a lot, but Zach will be back with hopefully Parth and Jalen to discuss that game, and hopefully it's a more uplifting postgame show than we had last week. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, beardown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs every day on there, getting you guys ready for the Bears' Week 8 matchup with the Saints, so be sure to go check that out. If you would like to find the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, we post sneak peeks, we do giveaways. It's a great way to interact with us. You can find us on both platforms, at Down. And finally, you can find the links to me and Zach's Instagram and Twitter's down in the description. We're very active on both of those platforms. Zach Rimbos, the time to talk is over. It is game time, biggest game of the year for the Bears. Any last words? Yeah, I mean, this is a must-win. I, I think we. this is where our momentum starts. I think the Titans, obviously, like you said, are such a good team that we're going to have to go into next week with hopefully a, a win. So uh, I hope we come out of this one with a win. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody. <laughs> Please subscribe, as Chris was saying. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good day. Uh, hopefully tomorrow will be a good day as well. And, uh, yeah, move on to 6-2. and two. That'd be nice. 100%. 6-2 would be huge for the Bears in their playoff push. Uh, you know, you take a look at some of the games we have throughout the rest of the season. Obviously, Tennessee next. Uh, and then we've got Green Bay twice. We've got Minnesota twice. We have the Lions once. And then I believe we have Jacksonville and Houston. So we'll take every win that we can get. It's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. If you made it this far in the video, do us a favor. If you're on YouTube, follow, uh, subscribe. We just hit 3,000 subscribers. We appreciate you guys a ton. Also, drop a like. And if you're listening on one of the podcasting platforms, do us a favor and subscribe. That's pretty much it for us, guys. It is time to play some football. Everyone have a great, happy, and safe Halloween. And always, as, and as always, Bears fans, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you guys next in the week game postgame show. Peace. Week 8 postgame show. Man, I screwed that up. And uh, yeah, see ya. And uh, yeah, see ya. And uh, yeah, see ya. And uh, yeah, 